Hi everyone, it's so lovely to have your company this week. Before I introduce today's special guest, I want to quickly take a moment to thank the listeners who've reviewed the show. I so enjoy reading your feedback and would like to encourage you all to subscribe to The Ghost Files and leave us a review as that helps more listeners discover the show. Thank you. Every life is different. Every life is unique. Every person is unique. But we still have uh, the residues from past lives plus the various other lessons that we want to learn in this lifetime. My first book, Afterlife, I was regressed to a past life where I died as a young British soldier in the Battle of the Somme. You're listening to The Ghost Files, the podcast where everyday people share their extraordinary stories about their experiences with the spirit world. My name is Karina Machado. I'm a journalist who spent more than a decade sharing stories about the spirit world through my books, Spirit Sisters, Where Spirits Dwell, and Love Never Dies, as well as my podcasts, Spirit Sisters, and now this show, The Ghost Files. My guest today is author, speaker, and broadcaster, Barry Eaton. Barry is a psychic medium who's had countless experiences with the other side, as he's documented in his books, Afterlife and No Goodbyes. The final book in that non-fiction trilogy is the one we're talking about today, Past Lives Unveiled, which offers a fresh look at the age-old topic of reincarnation. If, like me, you've ever wondered whether you've lived before, you're going to love this one. Now, Barry, there's so much to talk about, but let's begin with you telling our audience a little about yourself and when and how your fascination with the afterlife began. Uh, well, I've been radio television uh, for all, most of my life until um, going through a divorce in the, the late 80s. Uh, I sort of developed an interest in the, or a, a real interest in the spiritual world. I studied astrology and then uh, went on to... Uh, work as a psychic in many different areas while I was still on radio at the ABC, by the way. Mm, that's so, intriguing. Um, yes, it was. <laughs> I was giving readings and that to some of the journos after I'd finished reading the news. But anyway, uh, so I met a wonderful lady called Judy in 1992, 93, and unfortunately we were only together for four years. We had a huge soul connection, mm. and uh, she passed over very unexpectedly. And she contacted me from the other side through a medium, and uh, I kept on getting these messages uh, to that I had to write a book from all my experiences and everything like that. So I said, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I've got other things to do. I'm working here and there and everywhere. But um, finally, I kept on being nagged from spirit all around the world. Uh, even a Canadian friend of mine, a medium there, uh, Bob Murray, uh, I was interviewing him on my radio program at one stage. And he said, hey, Barry, he said, uh, I've got this uh, lady called Judy. You know Judy in, in the oh. afterlife? I said, oh, yeah. Uh, he said, she's, uh, she's got a message for you. When are you going to write the book, Barry? Oh, that's great, Barry. My goodness. <laughs> so I thought if, if I'm being nagged from spirit, I've got to get on and write. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess I was my interest in the afterlife particularly uh, was piqued with uh, Judy's passing in 1997, and uh, I really developed a huge interest from then on, and uh, it, it just sort of, uh, I guess, mushroomed, I guess is the way of doing it, until I wrote my own books. first one in 2011 was published called Afterlife, mm -hmm. um, and then the follow-up was No Goodbyes, and now my third one in the trilogy is called Past Lives Unveiled. So I've written three books about the afterlife and then completing it, of course, with uh, – 
past lives and reincarnation research. Which we're going to delve into today. But just before we do, I just want to backtrack a moment just about mm. um, to explore a little bit more your psychic skills and your mediumship and how that emerged. Because as you say, uh, it was peaked, your interest was peaked with Judy's passing in 1997. But prior to that, you had already been giving psychic readings. And I'm just yep. a bit, I'm just intrigued as to how a very, you know, respected straight down the line journalist suddenly found out he was psychic. Well, it was quite interesting because I was working on Radio 2GB at the time in the late 80s and I was presenting a program called um, Thought Matters and it was working with a psychic there. And one night on air, she said, you know, you're going to be doing this sort of thing yourself first. And I said, oh, yeah, that'd be right. I was running a PR company at the time, broadcasting on 2GB and also doing voiceover work and, and also making documentary films. Oh, wow. uh, so, yeah, when am I going to find the time? She said, no, 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 it will. Shortly after that, uh, the divorce happened, and I just wanted to find a new direction in life. And it all opened up from there. I mean, we get messages from the universe, from our guides, and, and so many areas that once we start listening to them and going with them, then our life can change enormously. I asked for a change in life. I don't, things are just not working out. I want something new. So uh, I believe uh, if you don't ask, you don't get. Mm. So I asked and I got. Mm. And that something new was something that was really already inside you, but it was dormant. Yeah. Well, look, intuition is dormant inside all of us. We yes. all we talk about hunches, we talk about gut feelings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Everybody is intuitive, and. Once you start developing this, it uh, depends on the individual, of course, because some people are better than others, and some people will go on to develop more skills in this area. But everybody has psychic reactions. Everybody gets messages, but we don't all listen to them, and that's the big problem. That's the big problem. I couldn't agree with you more there, Barry. So let's move on now to Past Lives Unveiled, which is a wonderful book, and I too Thank have you. long been intrigued by the idea that we've lived before and we'll live again. So m please tell us how you came to research and write about this topic. You know, what sort of led from your psychic and mediumship skills and investigations into past lives? Well, I've always been fascinated, even as a kid with past lives. I just knew deep down that I'd lived before and um, I wanted to follow it up. And having written the books about the afterlife where it – was a subject that did come up in previous lives. My first book, Afterlife, I was regressed to a past life where I died as a young British soldier in the Battle of the Somme on the first day of uh, July in 1916. So this really opened up a whole new area for me. So I wanted to study and develop. And I also uh, then in um, 2012 went over to uh, England with my partner, Anne, and uh, we went to the Arthur Findlay College where we did a mediumship course there. It was more like sort of a uh, postgraduate course as far as I was concerned, but it was in-depth, mm -hmm. and that really opened doors that were previously sort of, well, not wedged shut, but they were sort of shut at the time, but it opened up tremendous abilities within me, and I just um, loved it from then on. And, and the more you do, the better it is because I, I still do it. I'm a qualified astrologer and I, I do psychic work and uh, whatever. But these days I do more sort of intuitive counseling work where I'm helping people rather than I, I don't like the psychic bit about, you know, uh, am I going to meet a new part next week, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so I work with a combination of astrology and, and um, also mediumship where I get messages from people on the other side. So I'm helping people in that way and I believe – 
this is how we can use our mediumship, our contact with the other side, as well as our other skills of communication. Mm, that's um, yeah, that's a lovely idea that that it's the service element that's really appealing to you at the moment. Oh, it's almost much. like you've been led there. Yeah. Oh, look, no, it's not almost. It is exactly it is. that, Karina. Mm. I have been led there. I've been told from my guides, whom I'm in constant communication with, that my early life, uh, starting off as an actor and then going into radio and TV and film and whatever, uh, that was uh, my training ground. But the real purpose of this life is what I'm doing right now in the latter stages of life as it may be, but it, it's still the real reason that I came here. How wonderful. And so, Barry, you write so movingly in your book, Past Lives Unveiled, about that first regression where you went back to your life as a soldier, young soldier on the front. Uh, tell us about that regression, how you saw it unfold in, your, in the hypnosis and how it affected you to wake up from that and, and understand that you'd been seeing yourself as you were. Yeah, well, regression is, is amazing. I'm qualified in this area myself now and do regressions with people. And it's a matter of who is steering you and how they are steering the questions and, and the direction that you go in the regression. And this particular one, I went back to the trenches in France uh, in the First World War. And I, I have this vivid memory. Even now, I can feel myself in the mud and the filth there. And I can feel the lice. I can feel the scratching. And every now and then, I do have outbreaks of uh, things on my skin. So I, I believe that could be some past life stuff there as well for absolutely no reason at all. And it, it was there. I, I, I remembered it. I was part of it. It was part of me. And that's that's amazing because some of the other regressions that I've done for Past Lives Unveiled have gone right back to ancient Greece. And I still have that feeling of being placed in that time. And if you start to look at the quantum aspect of this, then there's no such thing as linear time as far as lives are concerned. We're all, these lives are happening past, present, and future happening simultaneously. It's hard for the brain to comprehend that oh, yes. and accept it. But that's what quantum tells us. So that you can go back and you can uh, um, actually delve into and recreate that particular event or events because it is actually happening in some quantum level. At the moment, explain. I'm yes. not a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and actually, I I had that in my mind and heart as a question to ask you about the idea that we call them past lives, but they're not actually past. They're all simultaneous. They're simultaneous lives: the past, the present, and the future. And there's yeah. this quantum idea, and don't ask me to explain it either. But that we can affect our life in the past and our future life by our decisions today. Yes, we can. Uh, and I've had ample uh, evidence of this in some uh, work that I've been doing with my friend Peter Smith, who uh, who worked with me and I worked with him on the on the book Past Lives Unveiled. Pete was the uh, international president of the Michael Newton Association, or Institute, I should say. And uh, Michael Newton is a world-famous psychologist, the late Michael Newton, and uh, he did some incredible work in this area. Yes, so I've Pete read his book, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pete uh, took over all of that, and we've been working together for several years now, doing some uh, some amazing things like that. Now, Pete takes you back into uh, regressions. I've done a couple of three very, very deep regressions, or four actually, with him, where he takes you back and connects 
you not only with that life, but also with your higher self or your oversoul, part of the energy of which is always in the other world, in the other world of spirit. So we don't bring all of our energy down into each lifetime with us. There's always part of us back there. And once you can connect with that, your true soul energy, the messages are there. And you can also, through that, start to impact and heal other aspects of past lives as well. Now, it starts to get very complicated mm. here. But um, it can be done, and, and um, I've actually had it uh, shown to me and um, demonstrated it physically, so uh, I can vouch for it. That's a very hopeful idea, and it's a very healing idea, and I think that's something that came through in your book, that acknowledging and learning about our past lives, and we'll call them past, can impact our present and help us heal who we are today. Is that right, Barry? Well, that's very true because, um, you know, we live in a third dimensional reality where it's uh, first, second and third dimension is linear time. That's the only thing our brains have been trained to accept. But, you know, if we look at past lives and, and, and use that uh, expression or term, then that's fine. Uh, and we can because there's, there's, there's this link not only to our lives on this planet but on other planets as well. And they are all linked and there's no doubt about that. And we can uh, move between lives at a very, very deep subconscious level. And what, what do we have to learn? What's the benefit for a person to delve into their past lives? Well, all of life is about finding out who you are, what you are, what you brought back with you, what your purpose is, and what your uh, direction is. And we come back with many aspects of unresolved issues, call them karma, just call them issues or whatever from past lives that we've we've needed to come back and clear in this particular lifetime. So every life is different. Every life is unique. Every person is unique. But we still have uh, the residues from past lives plus the various other lessons that we want to learn in this lifetime because that's what life is. It's ongoing and we're always learning, developing, and the whole purpose of life really is the development of the soul. And because that's who we are, that's our true energy. The soul is the energy that attaches itself to our body uh, for a human experience. We're not a body with a soul. We are a soul using a body as a vehicle. And we're here in Earth school. Yep. <laughs> um, that's very true. That's very true. Barry, your book includes some absolutely fascinating case studies about individuals who've discovered their past lives. And I thought, could you share one or two of your favorite or the most compelling accounts with the listeners? Wow. Uh, you mean mine or somebody else's? Let's start with the others, the, uh, the individuals, the case studies that you explore, and then we'll go into yours. Um, well, the, a lot of the case studies that uh, are there are donated from Peter Smith because Peter's had many, many years as a, um, a hypnotherapist and regressionist, and he ran the Life Between Lives program here in Australia before now moving on to quantum consciousness. So he gave me some unexamined files to, to look out there, as did uh, the Michael Newton Institute, who gave me the files for the first time to be published in book form of these two sisters who were regressed in the United States. Oh, that's a fascinating unbeknown story. Unbeknown to each other. Yes. Yeah, unbelievable. The, Michael Newton, who did um, between seven and 8,000 different regressions during his career, um, interviewed these two sisters, unbeknown to each other, uh, 
and both of them went back to a Stone Age tribe, in, uh, completely independent. They both came up with the same names. They came up with situations that correlated and talked about the conditions of a Stone Age tribe back about 30-odd thousand years ago. And some of the details that went there about working with the shaman, working uh, with healing, working in many ways, plus the way that they were treated. I mean, uh, we, we think that uh, women are being treated badly today, and of course they are. But um, in those days, women were just vessels. They, they were just mm. you know, to be used by the men in the tribe, absolutely dreadful. And um, they had no choice. Even though you might have been married, a woman was just used by the chief of the tribe as he felt fit. So all of these things went back and were revealed by both of these sisters. And I can't go into it in detail because it's um, two quite long chapters in yes, the book, but it's yes. worthwhile reading just for those, oh, those uh, chapters alone. But these, these two women were, were quite amazed. And then when they came up with not only the same names, but with the same conditions, same tribes, same descriptions, uh, and being... Uh, independently uh, regressed, to me that that just spoke volumes, Karina. Yes, absolutely. I felt the same when I read that. I thought, what is the possible alternative explanation? There is none, well, there was none that I could come up with other than these women were together. As I was so delighted to be able to include those in my book. That is great. And so, of course, Barry, you touched earlier on your own previous incarnations and there was the life in ancient Greece. What? Uh, tell us a little bit about that one because that's quite a, quite a fascinating one as well and, um, and some others that you've discovered. Yeah, quite a few others. Um, the one that in ancient Greece, when, when Peter took me down into this regression and, and he's, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, it took me right down deep, deep, deep. And uh, we went back to ancient Greece. I mean, as a, uh, a young guy at school, I studied in uh, ancient and modern history. I've always been very, very involved in history. But I had no idea about the circumstances of this particular regression because we went back to a time in Greece where the Romans were in occupation. And it was beyond the days of uh, Alexander the Great and the glory days of Greece. And uh, I went back to the life as a, a very young philosopher who'd uh, studied and graduated from a school, from a Platonic school. Uh, Plato was long since uh, dead at that stage, but his, his influence lived on in the schools uh, that were set up in his name. Mm -hmm. And I was a graduate of one of those. And because uh, the master uh, of that particular school was a friend with the, the local Roman governor, they wanted to get a young, they wanted somebody to go out who had a a, a profile, I guess, or, or some kind of authority and could also speak tribal or, or local dialects, and that was me. So I went out with a legion of troops because there'd been some uh, uh, riots and some, uh, well, not as bad as Hong Kong, fortunately, but they were, they were, um, activists, I guess you'd say at that time, and they yeah. had to go out and put these down because uh, Romans did not like any kind of opposition at all. So I went back there and I found myself in the in this body of a guy whose name was given to me as Kassos, K-A-S-O-S. -S. Mm -hmm. And Kassos trailed along with the soldiers who were always, you know, they, they called him Alexander the Great and all that sort of stuff, you know, as soldiers would. Anyway, they went in and, and the short story is that uh, the whole 
expedition ended up as a bit of a disaster because when the, the locals attacked the Romans, well, they just turned around and did what Romans did at those particular times, wiped everybody out. Yeah. And uh, I was doing some research the other day, funnily enough, and on, on that, and, and they were very, very violent days, and their civilizations were hundreds of thousands of people were killed, Julius Caesar and so on. The Romans were very, very brutal on, on uh, civilians. Yes. Um, anyway, so we went back after that, and I went back into my um, my life as a, as a young philosopher, but uh, I, I'd sort of been a bit disillusioned by all of this and ended up going back onto the family farm. But that was the the, the general story. But mm, what and Peter's, so much detail. <laughs> yeah, tremendous detail. And But the, the thing that came out of that one, Karina, was the fact that Peter took me down and find out why I went back to that uh, lifetime and asked me what was important for me to see in this particular lifetime. And, and I, I, the, the voice that I came back, and it was all recorded, so I'm listening back afterwards. I thought, oh, did I actually say that? Which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and my, my answer was to respect each other to understand, because we have a way of life that's not necessarily the best or the only way of life, and there's lots of cultures, lots of belief systems, histories, attitudes, behavioral patterns, and there's not one common behavior pattern. And that's what humanity is. It's a huge variety, and we need to learn to respect this, and I need to learn to respect this as Barry. This is what my soul energy is talking about. A lot more information along those lines. Mm. Uh, and, and that was why we went back. So in uh, answer to your earlier question, what is the purpose of going back? We find out about ourselves when we have a regression such as Peter does, not by somebody who's just fluffs across the surface. So you really need, if you're going to be regressed, you need to find somebody who is very well qualified. And if I can suggest that any of the people from the uh, Michael Newton or the Newton Institute, uh, Life Between Lives, they can help because they're very, very well qualified. I'm sure that's helpful advice for the listeners. Thanks, Barry. So sometimes it would seem that our own deep fascination with an era in history or a particular location could perhaps be a clue that we've had a past life there. What are some other clues that may hint that there's a past life in a person that is ready to be remembered? Well, we all have certain areas that we're very, very interested in, and it could be areas of history. I was always fascinated with um, with Roman history and Egyptian history, and I know in another lifetime I did have a, a life in, in Egypt, and not surprising that many of us have because the Egyptian civilization went for so many thousands of years. Um, but an interest in a certain time in history, uh, it could have been the Napoleonic Wars, it, it could have been... Um, Victorian England, it could be anywhere, anywhere in the world. That can be a clue. Uh, we also get dreams uh, given to us, and especially if we open ourselves up and ask for information because we can connect. Everybody's got a spirit guide or spirit guides, and once you start asking and connecting with them and just ask them to help you, you can have dreams that can open doors for you if you're really interested in doing this yourself. That's and, that's and fascinating, Barry, because we have access to help and information and support, and but we must ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very true. But it's it's also what we do for ourselves, uh, taking some self-responsibility, not only in this, but in all aspects of life, because most people these days are, well, what's the government going to do some? for me or, you know, go to the doctor, doctor, heal me. Yeah. We, we've got to start to learn to be more self-responsible, I believe. And, and this is an area where, yes, if you want to find out 
and become responsible for who you are and, and learn about yourself, then the information will come at various – it may not come in a great big gushing uh, heap at the one time, but it will come to you as it's needed to. Mm. That's so helpful. And Barry, seeing that this is The Ghost Files and you're a psychic and medium, I can't wind this up without asking you if you've seen a ghost and what is your most memorable encounter? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny you should say that. I've written in detail about it in my first book, Afterlife, and I was working with a couple of really good mediums on stage uh, back in those days, and we were going around some of the, the clubs and various things and, and doing readings with the audiences. And one of the ladies there, was uh, a medium, was named Kate Barnes. Kate rang me one day and said, oh, listen, I've got these people um, in, in Surrey Hills who who run screaming from their house today because um, they've felt these dreadful things happening, and then we we had to leave because walking down the stairs that day, I felt and I was pushed from behind. There was nobody there and I tumbled down the stairs. So Kate said, I want to go there and try and clear this. Will you come with me? <laughs> she didn't want to do it on her own. Yeah, makes sense. So I said, yeah, sure. No, that's fine. So we went along there and uh, both of us, uh, by this stage, I was also uh, opening up my own medium skills pretty well and we, we were, both went into this house. And of course, for those people who are listening in, in Surrey Hills in inner Sydney, there was a pretty colourful history around about that time. Uh, a lot of sailors and a lot of uh, people have lived there uh, back at the turn of the 19th to 20th centuries and that. And there were a couple of people left over there who didn't want to move on and we could we could sense them. I didn't necessarily see, you know, the traditional floating ghost coming up the stairs at me, but I knew I could feel them, I could hear them. I, I get very clairaudient in things like this and clairsentient. I can feel and, and the, the all the, the impressions and the communication comes with me, comes to me. And we connected with, first of all, an old sailor had been there for many, many years, and we, we helped move him on. And then there was a bikey, would you believe? Mm. We went down. Uh, and this this bikey had uh, had been there uh, for a while now, and he was terrified because he thought he was going to go straight to hell, and he did not want to move on. Anyway, we managed to be able to bring his mother in from spirit and connected with him, and he then uh, was able to uh, listen to his mum, as all good bikies should, and uh, <laughs> went off to the other side and went into the light. Well, after that, before we walked there, I had had this vision as we were walking down the street of this trapdoor opening and this beam of light going down, and I was caught in this hole. And I thought, this is a strange vision. So anyway, we when we went finished all our clearing, we found out from the the um, owners of the real estate agent, I can't remember now who it was, that there was actually a trapdoor in the floor of the living room under a carpet. So we rolled the carpet back. And bingo, the trapdoor opened and a beam of light <laughs> came down and we, we just knew that down below there, there was probably a couple of bodies, but we weren't going to go uh, looking for them with picks and shovels and things. So uh, we very gently closed the trapdoor again and replaced the carpet. But those sort of feelings, knowing that the bodies were there and the bodies of the or the souls of those particular people wanted some kind of resolution. So they did come to us. May not have seen, as I said, floating ghost-like figures, Mm. but there are many, many ways of communicating and that was just one of them. Indeed. So what's certain is that 
It's all such a delicious mystery with so many facets to explore, the afterlife, the idea of past lives, all of it. Um, on that note, what's next for you, Barry, in terms of your next book or next area of research? Look, that's a good question. I've I've still been, uh, my book Past Lives Unveiled has only just come out this year and I'm still doing publicity in America and we've just come back from America and, and Canada or whatever. Um, so that's been a bit predominating. I'm doing some research on a couple of different projects at the present stage, um, but nothing is, is completely, um, I haven't started, well, I've written one introduction and one chapter, but that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're a journalist, uh, you know what it's like. Yes, I do. I do, Barry. You've got to wait for inspiration sometimes. I had some inspiration from a dream earlier. I get a lot of information from dreams. Yes. And I had one from earlier this week, so I've, I've started mm. some uh, some research into that. Well, That's all I can tell you at the moment. We'll have to get you on the line when there's more for you to share with us about that. Um, <laughs> Barry, lastly, I finish every episode of The Ghost Files by asking my guests, what can an encounter with the dead teach us about living? Well, Everything really, and I don't use that word dead because uh, only the body dies, Karina. Uh, the the soul, which is pure energy, energy can't be destroyed, as you know. Yes. Uh, it can only be transmuted. So we, when we connect with people on the other side in the in the afterlife, whatever you like to call it, um, then we are getting some kind of information from them. And the most important thing that we are getting from them is the fact that life continues. There is no such thing as death. And that's my book, Afterlife, uh, Taking the Fear of Life After Death. That is um, the most important thing, that we know that life continues. So many people are afraid of dying. Don't be afraid because this is only one life of many. And even if it's a, you know, you might be a young soul, there's still a lot of living to do. And once you get over onto the other side, it's an absolutely fantastic experience. I've journeyed there a little bit, and um, we've all been there, of course, but some of the memories that have come back and communicating with some of my uh, people on the other side, I'm not afraid of dying, that is for sure. I'm not saying bring it on, I'm just <laughs> saying you know, when the time comes, I'll be saying, okay, bye, fellas, I'm off now because I'm going home. This is not home. We're here as visitors. That's why we've got to look after this planet. We're only visiting. So. Yeah. I'm going home now and I'll see you all later. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Barry, it's just been an absolute joy to speak with you and glean from your many years of experience and expertise and spiritual know-how. So thank you so much for sharing your time with us today on The Ghost Files. That's my pleasure and thank you for asking me to be a guest. Thank you for opening up The Ghost Files with us. I'm Karina Machado and we'll be back next week with more true life tales of spooky encounters. So please rate review and subscribe. It helps others just like you to find the podcast. In the meantime, you can check out my other podcast about mysteries and marvels, Spirit Sisters, based on my best-selling book. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time for more Goosebumps.